We take you now to Duffy's Tavern. Duffy's Tavern, where the elite meet seat, Archie, the manager speaking. Duffy ain't here. Oh, hello, Duffy. Uh, tonight, Boris Karloff. Yep. America's number one pinup goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a sucker for his kind of pictures. You know, they, they can't be too horrible for me. The regular mortis, the better I like it. <laughs> huh? You don't like him? Well, did you ever see Frankenstein? Dracula? Oh. You go to the movies, you like to forget your wife. <laughs> well, uh, look, Duffy, I'm busy right now with this war bond thing. Yeah, every joint in the neighborhood is selling bonds tonight. Uh, Drogan's Bar and Grill, Cavendish, The Undertaker, Colucci's Fruit Store, Lefty's Metropolitan Museum of Pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the stores all got signs for their customers saying, uh, Buy bonds, invest in your future. Uh, that is all except Cavendish, the undertaker. <laughs> well, uh, I'll call you back, Duffy. I'm getting a show ready for the rally. Okay, go on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Duffy's Tavern. Come in and meet Finnegan, Eddie the waiter, Miss Duffy, our singer Bob Graham... Reed Beat Reeves and his orchestra, our special guest tonight, Boris Karloff, and Archie himself, Ed Gardner. Evening, Mr. Finnegan. Uh, what do you have tonight? Uh, boy, I'm hungry enough to eat a horse. Huh? On second thought, maybe I'll just have a hamburger. <laughs> One hamburger? Right. Uh, what you want on it? Salt, just some pickles, lettuce, mustard, relish, and a dash of mayonnaise. Mm. How about some ketchup? What, and ruin the flavor of the meat? <laughs> hey, sir, where's Archie? Well, he's in the back room working on the new old opus. Uh, him and his game. <laughs> this is the play. See, it's for the bond rally tonight. Oh, another play. Say, Eddie, is Archie any good as a playwriter? Well, there could be worse players than his, but he would have to write them. Uh, oh, Eddie, is this play going to sell by... Oh, hello. And again, uh, hi, Art. Hey, what's this new play of yours? That's a horror play. It might be better than you think. <laughs> you know what, old man, see? You know what is the trouble with your play? Uh, what, my learned colic? <laughs> Uh, your plays is way too smart for the average mentality. Uh, personally, I understand them. <laughs> but uh, what about all the guys who ain't as smart as me? Oh, him. <laughs> Look, Finnegan, please stick to your own racket. Don't tell me how to write plays, and I won't tell you how to be stupid. But, Mr. Arthur, how can a horror story sell bonds? Eddie, this one has a hidden message. Oh, that's where you're wrong. You should never hide the message. What should I do? Hide the place. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, Eddie. <laughs> and you see? See, Eddie, you have become the idiot's delight. <laughs> 
Listen, boys. Hey, fellas, it's Clancy the Cop. Oh, oh it's a Well, Clancy, I ain't seen Hyde and a Jekyll of you for weeks. <laughs> Glad to see you. Will you have a little something? Well, it's a cold night. Start a draw. I am feeling a little chilled. It's a cold night. <clears throat> Clancy, yes or no? <laughs> well, if you insist. Oh. I just have a little nick. But please know, just a small tumbler full. <laughs> okay, Clancy, uh, say when. <laughs> Clancy, by the way, did you hear the guppy drop dead? Quinn! Okay, here's the drink. <laughs> Clancy, where you been keeping yourself? Well, it's a long story, Archie, my boy. Naturally. <laughs> well, you see, they've been teaching us policemen jiu-jitsu. Oh, marvelous science, Archie. With a flick of the wrist, you can break a man's arm. Well, anyways, to make a long story short... One night, I caught a burglar robbing a jewelry store. So I sneak up behind him, grab him, and then, with a the flick of me wrist, I broke me arm. <laughs> So you was laid up, huh? Yeah. Ah, but it was kind of nice, though. I got a chance to be home with the kids for a while. Oh, yes? Yeah? So how many kids have you got, Clancy? Uh, five or six, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I hardly know them. You see, they're sleeping when I'm working. And you're sleeping when you're working. Certainly. Ah, <laughs> uh, me children, they're, they're, they're practically strangers. Oh, that's tough. That uh, sure is. Kind of hurts the man when he walks into his house to have his own son holler, Cheese at the cop. <laughs> well, you gotta take the bitter with the sweet, you know. Uh, what brings you down here tonight, Clancy? You, oh, oh, tonight? Why, I'm down here on official business. Now, wait a minute, Clancy. If it's about serving them little kids, I can prove they was midgets. <laughs> No, Archie, no, no, it was about the bond drive. The commissioner has decided that the man who sells the most bonds in this neighborhood will be crowned king of this year's policeman's ball. The guy that sells the most bonds, huh? Yes, Archie, oh, it's a great honor. The winner gets to meet the mayor and the governor. And we'll have as queen the entire chorus of the gaiety burlesque. Holy cat. All of them beautiful dames, you really have them down there? I guarantee it. How are you so sure? We're reading the joint the night before. Well, that's plans, huh? Well, Clancy, shake hands with me, Majesty. If I can get Boris Collar back in his play of mine tonight, I'll sell him buns like wild cake. Ah, good luck to you, Archie. Well, now I've got to go and talk to the rest of the stores in the neighborhood. Hello, Archie. Oh, hello, Miss Duffy. Hello, good evening, Officer Clancy. Well, good evening, Miss Duffy. My, you're getting to look more like your mother every day. Thanks. That's a very pretty compliment. Oh, yes? Well, I haven't seen your mother in a long time. <laughs> I'll be back later, on. Okay, Clancy. Say, Archie, I got an idea how to help you sell bonds. What, Miss Duffy? I'll open up a booth and kiss every man who buys a bond. Miss Duffy, you think it's right to penalize a guy for patriotism? <laughs> Forget it. We'll do it with me play. Oh, so you don't have to be insulting. 
if I'm willing to give my only two lips for my country, to give them in a thrilling kiss. Who'll be thrilled by it? I will. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be pretty tough on the guy. So what? This is war. <laughs> My tailor. Got to buy a suit for the policeman's ball. Hello, Stone Candy Stores. Uh, would you please walk up one flight and call Sam the clothing man? <laughs> Thank you. You see, if them uh, burlesque dangers are uh, going to be there, i got to be dressed for the queen's face. Hello, you know? well, Sam. This is Archie. Archie. From Duffy's Tavern. 38 long, 22 chest, double padding in the shoulders. Fine, how are you? <laughs> hey, uh, Sam, I'm thinking of getting a suit. Uh, you got a nice double-breasted gray flannel in my size? Yeah, huh? how much? Fifteen bucks. Sam, for that price, I could buy a new one. <laughs> Sam, well, why is it so dear? You have to have two bullet holes rewoven, huh? <laughs> well, uh, I'll be down later to look at it. <clears throat> okay, Sam. Holy cow, 15 bucks. That's inflation with one pair of pants. What is this inflation? Well, Finnegan, that's one of the main things, you see, that can happen if guys don't buy bonds and keep them. Oh. 
Hey, Alf, what is this inflation? <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> inflation is, uh, shall we, uh, well, do you know what deflation is? No. Well, inflation is just the opposite. Uh, you see, when the output of currency in a country becomes larger than the ingots of gold in Fort Knox, uh, <laughs> This causes circulation, see? Well, that's obvious. Sure. But, now, on the other hand, you see, money is very sensitive to fluctuations because it's so legally tender. <laughs> Therefore, uh, should any uh, demortization uh, cause the gold standard to fall below the 14 carat mark, uh, then, consequently, the dollar goes up, see, or rather down, uh, causing prices to soar down. Or is it up? <laughs> yeah, but uh, how could war bonds stop this inflation? Well, it's simple, Finnegan. You see, war bonds is printed on the same kind of paper that money is. Therefore, when you buy war bonds, you're taking this paper out of circulation. <laughs> Therefore, the government can't get paper to print the new money with. <laughs> so, ergo, uh, this reduces the amount of outstanding exchequer, uh, which, in turn, ergo, uh, prevents inflation. See, how's that the Yeah, all I needed was for somebody to put up in the own language. Look, fellas, do you mind if I get in on this financial discussion? Uh, hello, Bob. Uh, Archie was explaining to me about inflation. Yes, and quite erroneously. Hey, Arch, what does that mean? I don't know, but keep quiet. Maybe he'll throw us a hint. <laughs> now, you see, Finnegan, if there's too much money in circulation, it lowers the value of the dollar and so raises prices. That's inflation. Now, just a second, Graham. But, Archie, we studied it at college. Where do you think I landed at reform school? <laughs> well, Archie, when you went to college, did they have economic courses? No, sir. We paid full price for everything. <laughs> you got your money, boy. Uh, personally, I found Archie's explanation quite satisfactory. <laughs> Thank you very much, Clifton. All right, fellas. I defer to superior ignorance. You defer to superior ignorance. Well, that's better. Now, uh, go ahead and sing, Bob. You see the way he backed down Finnegan? Now, come on over to the table with me, and I'll explain to you how the Englishman pounds sterling. Send me off forever, but I ask you, please, 
Don't you fancy Just turn me loose Let me straddle my old saddle Underneath the western sky On my cayuse Let me wander over yonder Till I see the mountains rise I want to ride to the ridge Where the west commences Gaze at the moon Till I lose my senses Can't look at hobbles And I can't stand fences Don't fence me in I want to ride to the ridge Where the west I think so, too. Yes, you'll okay, that. Oh, good evening, Mr. Carlow. So you know, young man, you are refreshing. What? Usually when I walk into a place, they all act scared of me. Oh, well, you see, Mr. Carlow, when a man has worked at Duffer's Tavern for ten years, the only thing that can horrify him is the thought of another ten years. <laughs> Company. Oh, good evening. Oh, good evening. Hey, hey, you're Boris Karloff. I didn't recognize you. You seem so unmonsterly. <laughs> you know, in the flesh. By the way, that is flesh, ain't it? I beg your pardon. Well, please forgive me, rotidity. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I understand your English. That's where you have the advantage. I don't understand yours. <laughs> guy is witty, too, huh? Hey, you know, you're, but you're so different from what I expected. Thank you. Yeah, it's amazing. It's such a surprise. But that still don't make you no Siron power. <laughs> but, you know, what, what ever made a mild, what, mild guy like you go into them horror pictures? Horror. What do you mean? Horror of not eating. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing it. You know, them pictures of yours have helped me a lot with Dane. My pictures? Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes I run across a dame that plays hard to get. So what do I do? I take her to see one of your pictures. Yeah. Well, you know, when a dame gets scared, she likes to have a man's arms around her, you know. So usually after ten minutes of one of your really scary pictures, hard to get has been got. (laughs) Glad to have been of service. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Uh, anyway, Boris, say, Aki, are you... Say, what is that? <laughs> Pretty startling for both of them. Uh, Boris, call up, uh, meet Clifton Finnegan. My, say, you're the new one, aren't you? <laughs> Finnegan, you don't seem excited. This, 
This is the famous Boris Karloff in person. Uh, well, it's a bit truthful, Archie. I'm a Bella Lugosi man myself. <laughs> Please, I wish you'd be more flattering to our guests. Mr. Karloff is much more horrible. Uh, <clears throat> this Lugosi is just an upstart, right, Boris? Definitely. I remember him when he didn't have a coffin to coffin. You mean he was broke? Broke? Two years ago, he walked up to me on Hollywood Boulevard and said, Say, mister, can you slip me a nickel just for a cup of plasma? So, I'm sorry, Mr. Carlock. So, I don't get such a thrill out of them parts you play. I get a bigger kick out of them vampire birds. Vampire birds? Kenny and vampires is bad. No crazier than the guys he plays. See you, will you? Oh, wait a minute, Finnegan. I almost forgot the department he played here. Here, go study it. Yeah, okay. You'll have to forgive Finnegan, Boris. His mother was frightened by everything. Say, <laughs> so what's this about a play? Well, you see, we're having a bond rally here tonight, and I wrote a little horror play for you to act in. Oh, dear. Can't I just make a speech? Oh, Boris, you ain't seen this thing. It's a horror play, and yet it contains a message. Oh, an allegory. No gorier than the average. <laughs> Here, look it over. Just the crowd is getting impatient. Oh, uh, tell him I'll be with him in a second, Eddie. Uh, repeat, a little music, please, huh? Have you looked over my play? Yes. Great contribution to the war effort, huh? Contribution to the war effort? Archie? Yeah. Whose side are you on? Just <laughs> a second, you overgrown Peter Lowry. Uh, nah. What's the use of starting a fight now? Let us get the thing going. Trumpets, please. Thank you. Ladies. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get that guy a new trumpet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, to commence off our war bond rally tonight, Mr. Boris Karloff, that famous star of stage, screen, and cemetery, <laughs> joins us in bringing you a new play entitled Young Monster Malone. <laughs> or, I'll Be Sawing You. <laughs> or, A Monster is Born. On with the show. Music, please. I am a mad scientist. <laughs> the laboratory is hidden away in a lonely castle. This castle is covered all over with moats. Yes, I am mad. The children in my village call me Jakey. But I just laugh and pat them on their little heads. And then I take their heads back to the castle. 
one miserable night, I was sitting with my associate, a fellow mad scientist. Suddenly, he spoke. Oh, doctor? Oh, Dr. Frank? Yes, Dr. Stein. Why are you looking so pale and weak to me? Oh, it's that Dracula. Oh, so you were over to his house again? Yes, he had me for dinner last night. Uh, well, we've got to get to the laboratory and finish that monster we're making, but how can we make him talk, Dr. Frank? Yes, that's our big problem. How can we make him talk? Mm. How about beating him over the head with a rubber hose? <laughs> it's unscientific. And besides, his head, his head is apt to come off. And we'd have that all to do over again. Mm, wait, I know. Where Jenkins, our mad butler? Jenkins! Jenkins! Yes, Jenkins, would you mind to go to the stock room and get us some spare parts? Well, you have. Well, let's see now. We need a uh, medium-sized jocular vein. Uh, a nice full-throated lonyx. And, oh, yes, a uh, polka dot bow tie. Yeah, but, Doctor, you used up the bow ties and the lonics on that crooner we made. Oh. Yeah, that's right. We don't want to make another one like that. <laughs> well, we'll do something. <clears throat> Boy, this will be the grimmest, coolest, ghastliest monster I ever created. You'll never top this play. <laughs> Quiet, Jenkins. Well, Stein. Well, Frank. You know, this will be our 31st monster. 31. Imagine. Have you heard from any of our boys? Oh, yes. I got a letter from one of them today. Uh, doing very well in Hollywood. An actor? No, a producer. Uh, well, we must go to work, Doctor. Shall I put my mask on? I thought you had it on. <laughs> now, no, what's the use? He can't see anyway. operation table was ready. We was about to begin our evil ventures into the supernatural. The room was quiet. I spoke. Are you ready, doctor? Yes. Have you injected the man with Novacord? <laughs> yes, I have. Come, let's get the monster finished. Scalpel. Scalpel. Knife. Knife. Blue. Blue. Thumbtacks. Thumbtacks. <laughs> now pass me that adenoid. Here. Here you are, Doctor. Now, uh, I'll take care of the inner sanctum. Now the... Now the electricity. Yeah. Will it work, Doctor? I hope so. Good luck, Doctor. Good luck, Doctor. Doctor, come. Doctor, look at him. Weird looking, ain't he? Why, he's opening his eyes. He's going to speak. <laughs> Uh, I am inflation. <laughs> the waste monster of all. If you waste your money and don't buy bonds, uh, I, inflation, will destroy all of you.
Radio service. 